the Center for Growth and Independence, making inclusion possible for everyone. Become a member of the team to help people in your community. Visit thecentergi.org to learn more. 98.3 The Coast, The Best Mix. I'm Zach with The Best Mix in the Morning Show and your Coast Social Network on the air, brought to you by the Mason Jar Cafe in the heart of the Benton Harbor Arts District, local organic farm fresh. And every Wednesday morning, we speak with our friends at Burying Community Foundation, and Lisa Cripps Downey is the president, joins us this morning to talk about the uh, grant tour that you just finished up with the five stops that you just happened to be around Burying County. You and Susie were quite busy out there enjoying oh, some, it, some handshaking Hey, it was tours. all Susan Matheny. She is our program director. She is awesome. She did five stops all over Berrien County telling folks about what grant opportunities they uh, have open to them uh, coming up this yet this year and next year. So all over Berrien County and, and giving uh, just some good tips also on, on grant writing, what to do and what to avoid. But if you were there, you would have learned that the, we have two more grant opportunities coming up this year. September 30th is our for good grant deadline. And important to know about that is the limits have just increased from a maximum of 10,000 for our major grants to a maximum of $15,000. And um, our minor grants have gone from 1,000 to 1,500. So <clears throat> we've increased those grant amounts. And then also on October 15th is the final grant deadline of this year for the Frederick S. Upton Foundation. Very nice. And uh, in addition to uh, celebrating some great grants that you'll be, of course, uh, getting some deadlines out for and eventually uh, uh, dispersing, you'll be celebrating at the annual meeting in celebration that will be happening on the yeah. 21st. Tell us about that. Yeah. So September 21st at the Mendel Center, Grand Upton Hall, we are going to be uh, celebrating, doing our annual celebration, and it's also celebrating 70 years of philanthropy at this year's annual meeting, just kind of looking back at what happened this year, and as it's celebrating 70 years of philanthropy, we're going to do a 1970s theme, it's going to be totally groovy. <laughs> uh, that's, I feel I'm too nerdy to say that, but anyway, we're going to be doing that. And then another thing we've got coming up on October 21st at Grand Upton Hall, it's, that's going to be a little fancier party with dinner and dancing that's celebrating 70 years of philanthropy through the decades. Um, both there's information on both of those, those events. It's something that requires an RSVP and signing up so that we know who's coming. But when we're all done with that, then we start planning our senior care kits. That happens in November, and we'll be back here asking for volunteers because we really need a lot of volunteers to get all those care kits out to our seniors uh, during the holiday season. You guys really do stay busy. It's not a quiet rest of the year for BCF <laughs> by any stretch, right? No, it is not. We we have a lot of volunteers and and we're able to do these things because of our volunteers, because of current donors, because of past donors, and because of future donors. We we have donors who give small donations of money, but great big donations of times, time. And and I think that's one of the beauties of a community foundation. It belongs to the community and it's um, for you to be involved with however you want to be involved. Uh, now, some of our donors give now, some of them have made estate gifts to, to give after their deaths, but there are also, other than some of the, the maybe traditional estate gifts, we also have gotten some estate gifts with some non-traditional assets that those have started to come in, and that's that's been kind of an interesting uh, interesting change for us. So what are non-traditional assets? 
when people give, we tend to think of cash or we think of stocks, but there are really other ways to gift and leave a legacy. And those things are considered hard to value assets. Maybe it, it can be an art collection or classic cars or jewelry. We have a donor who knows his kids really don't want his art collection. And his fear is that they are going to end up in a garage sale. And instead of doing that, he knows that he can donate those assets and at the same time create the charitable legacy using those assets that that he wants to create for himself. That is a fantastic idea because the art goes on to a home that's going to really cherish it quite a bit. And the children can help, uh, of course, be a part of that charitable legacy in that part of the uh, the funds. That's a great idea. Uh, so yeah. tell us about more of what BCF can can do with things like that. So we've really assembled a team to identify the best ways to liquidate that, that asset for the best value. And once that is done, the charitable fund is created to continue to fulfill the donor's wishes for their their very own, very personal charitable legacy. And like you said, then someone else is, has that, that piece of art who's going to cherish it just the way the, the original donor did. That's a fantastic idea really like that. I kind of end, I kind of want to end up with the art, but also donate to the charitable legacy too. Uh, and, and can can you do that kind of with any asset that, that somebody brings forth to BCF? Sure. Depending on the value of the asset, yes. We, we recently received the gift of a home and the contents as an estate gift, and we were able to sell the home, donate the contents to different nonprofit organizations as requested by the owner. And now that is a charitable endowment fund that is going to continue to do the work of the, the charitable work of that donor. And at the same time, the owner really had peace of mind knowing that the home and contents was taken care of. So just to be clear, is it things that are just houses and cars or is it expandable to lots of other things? It can get pretty creative. There is that tangible personal property, artwork, jewelry, classic cars, real estate, but there's also life insurance policy or intangible property like earned royalties or patent rights, intellectual property. There can be collections, things that are of value, but maybe your heirs aren't interested in or even something like closely held business interests like uh, uh, partnerships or LLCs. Now, these are all really very individual gifts. We always work closely with our donors to make sure that we are valuing the items properly and then that that gifts leads to the kind of charitable work, their very own charitable legacy that they want to create. That is, I'm sure there are people who are out here hearing this going, I have this thing I have no idea what to do with it. It's incredibly complex. I feel like there's going to be so much paperwork drawn up for it in trying to, quote, get rid of it or try to extract the value from it. They're now hearing this and finding a path. So how do they contact BCF to find out more, Lisa? But you can always give us a call. The number is 269-983-3304, or you can check us out on our website, which is uh, berryingcommunity.org. Well, it is fantastic to hear about some, we'll say, different ideas about how to certainly uh, help folks with, uh, you know, unique situations like this in their lives where they can help create these charitable legacies and uh, help the memory of a loved one live on while also doing some amazing good in the community. So thank you for sharing this with us today. Really appreciate it. It's, it's pretty informative, but really neat ideas to, to be able to commute these kinds of things. 
and that they're doing some fantastic good here in the community. Lisa Cripps Downey is with Berrien Community Foundation and joins us here on the Coast Social Network. It is brought to you by the Mason Jar Cafe in the heart of the Benton Harbor Arts District, local organic farm fresh with 98.3 The Coast.